Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those that work so freaking hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about being rich, it's about creating a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you can create a ripple effect to the lives of others with the power and the impact that you can make. So guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for allowing me to create a ripple effect for you. Again, thank you for binging and sharing and putting us on the top of the podcast list. You guys are amazing. Seriously, the best listeners out there. As a quick reminder, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Money Ripples with Chris Miles page, where not only do we have these podcasts, but we've also got some bonus videos that you should definitely check it out. So go visit there. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually earn double digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. So guys, if, you're, if you wanna learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys, so I've got a special guest for us today. Um, it's funny because I've had so many guests thrown my way and I just had to read a few sentences and knew he's got to be on this show. Uh, so my special guest here today is Lazaro Vento, who's the managing director of Happy Travels Miami, which is one of the most profitable Airbnb empires in business with hundred units currently under his management. Now here's a crazy thing, guys, right? In 2015, Lazaro lost everything and was homeless. The next year he starts this Airbnb company, which made over a million dollars by the year 2018. And now has, has a reach of over 21,000 people that he ha, you know, has followed him on Instagram and doing everything else. And then the main reason I want him on is I want to know, and I'm sure you do too, is how can you take 1500 bucks and turn that into millions? And so, Lazaro, welcome to our show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, it definitely, what, what an adventure, right? <laughs> no kidding. Uh, so, you know, I, I go, I, I, well, we'll jump right into it, right? This is yeah. uh, so most, I got lucky early on in my life and I got a really good job. That's kind of like a lifelong position working for Roseway of North America. Mm-hmm. And I became like a lot of people unfulfilled with my, with my job and my, my circumstance. I was making good money, but you know, who, who wants to work like a hundred hours a week. And, <laughs> you know, oh. so I, I read the book, uh, four hour work week mm. and a bunch of things were going on. And I, you know, I, I started, I had some money kind of saved up and I, I decided, well, I, you know, I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like everybody thought I was, you know, had some kind of nervous breakdown or something. Mm. Cause like the last guy, he quit cause he died. So, <laughs> you know, so uh, that, that's, that's the retirement that, plan, huh? That's the <laughs> retirement plan in this, in that type of job. And, 
but I, I decided, you know, I was into the cigar thing. That's why I'm Burkle Cigars on Instagram. So I, I started this company called Burkle Cigars. Mm-hmm. And I didn't much know much about the cigar industry per se, but I liked cigars. So I thought it'd be like, I could make money easily. <laughs> and I was overconfident. And it basically in short order, like the, the money that it took me 14 years or 13 years to save, I, I lost every dime in two and a half years. Uh, they wound up repossessing my cars and I got evicted from my house and I wind up, you know, like basically we were living in a friend's bedroom, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh, after all, you know, after it was all said and done. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, well, that, this, this sucks. <laughs> and I, I meet this guy, I'm, like, well, I'm lucky I did. It was actually, I'm lucky I wouldn't have this business if I didn't open up the cigar shop because one of the guys that was my, one of my regular customers kind of took pity on me and he, he knew I had my real estate license, kind of like my only asset kind of that I had left at that point. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, he, he needed to buy a place. He was coming from Indiana and he threw me a bone like, Hey, you mm-hmm. know, like help me buy this house and you can make a commission. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we started looking in like uh, kind of an edgy part of town. And he was looking for a two-family property, and we find this place, and it was ratty, but it was in a great. It, it, it turned out to be a great neighborhood down the road, but mm-hmm. it was a ratty house in a ratty neighborhood, <laughs> and it was a two two-family property. And the tenants that were there, like we had to pay them five grand to move out in order to do the deal. So I was like, right. "Dude, I mean, like I need the money, but we really want to do this deal." I mean. Uh, like the tenants are going to be all the same in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, man, I'm going to do this Airbnb thing. And, you know, I'm not going to have any tenants. And I'm like, what, what the, what the hell is that? And I had <laughs> never heard of it. And this was seven years ago. Like yeah. almost nobody, nobody knew what that was. Yeah. And I was like, well, what is it? And I kind of like, I said, well, that, that's pretty cool. I mean, so you, people are actually going to like here in the ghetto, like stay here. I'm <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, you're gonna see, we're gonna doll up the house, it's gonna look really cool. And I'm like, well, that, that sounds pretty interesting. And I'm like, it, it kind of stuck with me. So I went, I, I did a little bit more web research, a little Google search, and I found this guy who was in New York. And at that point, he was like one of the earliest, like. Airbnb ballers. He was like making a million bucks a year, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the hell? A million dollars? I'm fucking broke." <laughs> and this guy's making a million bucks, and I'm like, "Well, I don't have any credit, but I looked on the MLS in that neighborhood, and I find this house. There was a whole bunch of houses in that neighborhood that had the same structure. It was like two structures on one lot, and there was a bunch of them for rent that were kind of that same setup. So yeah. I, I knew I couldn't like." I couldn't do a, a purchase. My credit had guy destroyed yeah. plus I didn't have any money. Uh, but I made like the small little commission and I, I'm like, well, if I do this deal and if it works out just right, I think I could maybe like make my cigar shop survive by like living for free. It, like, this was before anybody was thinking about house hacking. I had, if you look back like on the deeper pockets, uh, like forum, like one of the like early like posters about, house hacking because i was like well i discovered a way to like live for free and i like i and people were like no way that's a lie <laughs> and, <laughs> and so essentially i i was able to lease this house i had a guest house and like i furnished it with on craigslist free and mm-hmm. i put it on on the airbnb and like within 15 minutes it got booked for a thousand over my rent <laughs> so i was like well that, that that's more money than i'm making selling cigars mm-hmm. so I, I 
luckily the house next door also had a for rent sign. So I kind of hit up the, the for rent sign, knowing I had no, no more money like to do this deal. But I figured I'll call him up, see like if I could like strike up a conversation with the owner and mm-hmm. see if he'll like meet me. And the guy wound up being uh, like a big VNW fan, like like me, and and like we kind of like struck it up, like struck a good conversation on the phone. And he, he was lonely because his wife was in South Africa, so he came out to meet me, <laughs> and we uh, we met. And I explained to him like what I wanted to do. I was going to rent the house, put it in an Airbnb. He said, "Well, it's cool, but look, somebody just rented the house from me, and mm-hmm. so whenever they leave, we'll, I'll, I'll consider doing it." And mm-hmm. Something happened about two weeks later. The person who rented his guest house like, got kind of like into an argument with his wife over the phone or something. And he's like, you still want this guest house? I'm like, I, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Uh, you could have it. I'm like, I still don't have any money, man. <laughs> and he's like, well, you, your idea sounded uh, doable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll probably be able to get the money in a, in a week or two, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I got the house, did the same thing. And... Furnished it and put it on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was my second property on Airbnb. And same like in that that guy wound up being like a substantial landlord that owns like 40 properties. Yeah. So he kept giving me like different deals. And my my reach got bigger and bigger. And mm-hmm. but I was I, I was at that point, I imagine I started with $1,500 and I didn't have like any funding per se. So I started kind of like figuring out ways to like make profit with my existing like real estate that I was controlling. So then I started doing like a, like a house arbitrage, which is mm-hmm. another thing that I started doing where I, that neighborhood became kind of a hot neighborhood where people wanted to stay because of concerts. So mm-hmm. we set up the house so we could just like vacate instantly, me, me and my wife. And we would list it for like a thousand dollars a night. And mm-hmm. some weekends we would get it and we just, go to another Airbnb in Northern Florida. I would just drive, take a little road trip and make the spread. And that's how we would fund these, these other properties. So like every, every, every few weeks we would do it and we kept repeating the process. And another cool thing that we, we decided to do is I said, well, we should like, the, the, there's enough land here where we could put like a tiny house here. And at that mm-hmm. point, the tiny houses were like all the rage on TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't have a lot of money. So I started looking on Facebook Marketplace. Maybe I have put like an alert that when something comes out and mm-hmm. when did you know it? Like, so one <laughs> popped up. <laughs> and uh, this thing it popped up it was like five grand or six grand I didn't have that kind of money but yeah. I said well let me go out there and just see what's up and it was a tiny house on wheels it was there it was actually not bad mm-hmm. and I talked to this girl and she winds up being like some some someone fairly famous that bought this piece of real estate and this thing this thing was there and she couldn't do anything with it and I realized that and I'm like well Look, it's gonna cost money to get this thing out of here. Like, I'll give you fifteen hundred dollars. That's all. That's all I have. And he's like, "Yeah, just get it out of there." So I, I then I had a tiny house, and that tiny house, it, I paid fifteen hundred dollars. I think it cost me seven hundred dollars to move it. Then me and a couple of friends we painted it and fixed like some of the floors were kind of messed up, mm-hmm. and we put it on Airbnb, and it became like one of the hottest Airbnbs in Miami. Because everybody wanted to stay in a tiny house and nobody had done it like in an urban setting like that. So I had kind of like a little compound with graffiti and all this type of stuff. So all these people were coming down and like literally that 15, like 
that other that fifteen hundred and that tiny house rolled into over a million dollars because I was making about a hundred dollars a night on this tiny house and I rented it for four years at that price. <laughs> so, right. like you know, so you're making an average of you know in reservation revenue, I made a quarter million dollars on on that one investment. Yeah. So it's and it. The clients were super easy and like kind of like world travelers. So it was really an interesting mm -hmm. bunch of people that would rent the tiny house, and especially where it was. And so <laughs> renting the tiny house, I wind up one of my one of my renters winds up being the guy who became my business partner. So they had yeah. just come back from China and these guys were just like staying wherever like they, they they didn't care they would like go to india and stay like in in the slums it didn't matter to them because they wanted to experience life so they these guys show up and they're like what the hell and uh, why do you have a tiny house here and what's up with all this stuff and then like they're seeing all these people coming and going and it was a whole like Casablanca kind of setup, like a Chinese doctor and a guy from Utah and these guys that just came from China and like we, we wind up kind of just hanging out, talking the whole night and having a few beers. And mm -hmm. I'm telling him, look, I, I have enough money now to like get more, 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 uh, more real estate to do this Airbnb business. Cause they actually were, were moved back to the States to do Airbnb too, because they mm -hmm. were doing Airbnb in a rooftop in a building in China, like mm -hmm. with tents, like kind of like a glamping type thing. Yeah. And so we, we matched really well and he had, like at that point, I didn't have my real estate license anymore, but he had like gotten it. So I told him, well, why don't you be my realtor? And I found this one building and I think that we could lease as many as we want. And he like, so he kind of put me out like a sacrificial lamb. And like, well, you're going to put up your money that you've been working all this time. And I could just be like the agent. And he saw like it worked. And I, I wound up leasing like 20 properties in this one building mm -hmm. and making a whole, whole lot of profit. So then he in turn least like 20 himself and little by little we became business partners and our and our business became kind of one and we started taking down bigger deals until i mean we wound up taking the biggest deal we took down was a 52 unit uh, like apartment complex yeah so we rented the entire building uh we were competing against saunders on this one deal uh i don't know if you've heard of saunders but uh they're the biggest uh, short-term rental company in the world. They just went public with a $2 billion valuation or something. Oh, and, and we were just these two guys these two, <laughs> with a tiny house in the ghetto. <laughs> and we, we were like competing with them against this deal. Like, because this deal, if, we, if, we, if it happened, we could make $3 million or something. Yeah. And, and, but it would take like everything we had to do it. And like mm -hmm. we had to really like uh, convince the, this developer to make a bad decision because it, it, it's a smarter play to go with the billion dollar company. Um, For sure. But we somehow did it. I mean, we pulled it off. We wound up uh, again. I wasn't afraid of like going to zero again. So mm -hmm. uh, my, my risk tolerance became really high because I had lost everything. So uh, yeah. I, everything I scrounged up, I didn't mind like putting it into this one deal. And mm -hmm. I kind of convinced him to like uh, put all his money into the, into the basket too, to do this deal. He was like teaching in China. So he mm -hmm. had like amassed some funds and he, we, between the two of us, we put together half a million dollars to put this deal together. Oh, and awesome. <laughs> and it worked out. It, it definitely worked out. And we wound up, you know, it, 
the math was right. It, you know, it did take big risk. I'll tell you, like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Firefest or, or like mm-hmm. what that was. Well, basically, we we, we were we feared that we would become Firefest by doing this deal <laughs> because, like, we, we feared like people would show up and there'll be no beds or something. You know? <laughs> like, so we we took down this deal and like the timing had to work out just right. So we were using like the free time the developer gave us because the money was not enough to like like fund the deal long-term. So we needed to be able to furnish and have mm-hmm. people sleep there before uh, the rent was due so we could pay the rent. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it worked out. Like we, we got really good at like furnishing places really quickly and marketing them uh, effectively. And yeah. we did that deal. Timing is a really important thing. So mm-hmm. we knew that spring break was coming and ultra was coming. So that's one of the reasons yeah. we were like, willing to take the gamble because of the the reservation rates that we could mm-hmm. get in two weeks we would make what we normally would make in a month so yeah. if we we got the place ready in time we would have enough to pay the rent and that was the gamble that we took and we uh it worked out <laughs> yeah i'm kidding that's, that's an incredible story man like i love it because there's so many different elements and layers there right because i mean obviously relationships are big you know being with the have those relationships, the right people, you're showing up the right place, the right time. And they just showed up for you perfectly. Right. Um, I love that, you know, the 1500 become over a million. I mean, that's, that's purely just because you said, Hey, I got to get scrappy. I got to get resourceful. Even meant you had to take an extra 700 bucks to haul it and, you know, and have to use your own, you know, money to get paint and everything else. And you guys are probably like scrounging together money just to do that and get it on the market. And then all of a sudden look what it did. Right. I mean, that's, I just love it. And then they just kept upscaling from there. And so that's awesome. Well, I know we're, we're kind of out of time here, but I want to give you time here because you've got to, I mean, obviously you're so resourceful. Most people I see in the Airbnb space start with a good chunk of money and get going. And you didn't, I mean, you're kind of really like learn how to get scrappy, right? And now you teach people how to do the same thing, like how they can actually create millions in Airbnb and short-term rentals, right? Now tell us about that. Well, I mean, I teach my students, first of all, how I did that, like there's there's ways to acquire real estate that that you don't have to have a bunch because that's the other thing. My credit wasn't great. So like everybody yeah. thinks, well, I can't get into real estate. My credit's messed up. I can't get into real estate. I don't have any money. But I proved it that I could walk in and I and I did it live uh, not too long ago. I walked into a, a building and I took 15 apartments and I gave them ten thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so so. I mean, and they didn't even run my credit. I mean, as long as you, you know, as long well, as you got you money, come on in. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, if, if you know the system, it's mm-hmm. easy to get real estate like this, especially rentals from, yeah. from management communities, especially if they have vacancies. Mm-hmm. They're, they're willing to give you concessions just to fill the place up. Yeah. And that's that's what kind of I became an expert of doing, like solving that problem, that vacancy problem for, for the developers. And getting in with almost no money and yeah. learning the tricks of like these developers, they, they want to stagger their leases to make expirations not be at the same time. And if you mm-hmm. know how to leverage that, you could wind up like right now, I'm in the, in the process of doing a 30 unit deal. That's where I'm at right now in Tampa. And we're furnishing these units little by little. And mm-hmm. it has to do with the, the staggering effect of not having all the leases start at the same time. Right. But again, in time, by the time I'm the third unit, the, the first few units are funding the, the rest of the project. So yeah. it's just, uh, it's an easy way to like build uh, cash flow and some wealth. Cool. So if you want to learn more about your program, how to learn from you or follow you on Instagram, how would they do that? At Brickle Cigars on Instagram. 
Uh, you'll be able to see all, all my journey, all my stories, uh, all the setups, all the different units. Also look up at the, the, the deal I'm doing now with exotic cars on Turo. So uh, that yeah. I'm, I'm blending both businesses. So I have my Airbnb guests renting my Turo cars. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like a whole share economy thing to, to, to see if that works. And I've, I've had some great success. I have 23 cars on the platform right now. You got a whole fleet now. That's awesome, man. Well, the only problem is where to park them all. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, awesome, Lazar. I really appreciate your time. I mean, amazing story again, and uh, and we'll definitely yeah make sure we put uh, your handle there in the in the the show notes here so people can actually follow you. So that's fantastic. Well, this was this was a great interview. I really appreciate being being on the in the interview, and yeah, just check out uh, Brickle Cigars. Check out. The, all the different things we've done, all the different buildings, we, we've, we've posted the entire journey and definitely, trust me, if I could do it, you, you could definitely uh, get real estate without having much money. Oh, love it, man. You guys, there you have it. It does not take money to make money, but it does take that grit, that perseverance and man, I mean, this that resourcefulness to make it happen. So again, if you want a rich and prosperous life, it's, you got to start with you taking that action and be willing to take those first steps. So go and make a prosperous week, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Hey! Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Now.